What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle. Basically, what Rose and I were discussing, basically, it, our, the new start time is basically 8.30 now. I mean, <laughs> we're parents. I mean, it's going to be around that time. Around that realm, so to speak. But it's time. It's time for Tracy Philosophy Guest. It's Monday night. It's March 8th. It is episode 216, and we've had quite a fun week since the last time we have conversed. How's everybody doing? Oh, we, we already have someone watching. Awesome. Welcome aboard, Warren. Thank you for joining us tonight. Oh, I, I hope everyone's been enjoying the, the little uh, quick videos I dropped throughout the week. I'm, I'm trying to drop them Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I, I have no delusion that I'll be able to make any of those on the weekends, because especially now that our, our little guy is, is in uh, daycare, we can try to spend all of our waking moments with him now, uh, on the, on the weekend, in the weekend time. But, but we're still here, Monday nights. Bring, oh, I, I see Ryan Tanaka hitting the big thumbs up. How you doing, buddy? Uh, Margie Lamone is on as well. Welcome aboard. So, what, what's really great about those little short videos, they kind of help me set the format for the show, so I'm not just randomly uh, talking out of my rear end like I normally do. So, uh, if you've been paying attention to all the videos, then you kind of know what we're going to talk about tonight. So, uh, let's just start with the most pressing thing, I, I, I believe. Uh, Division finally came to a conclusion this past Friday. And uh, as soon as we were able to help our, our, our wonderful little guy down for a little while, we immediately consumed WandaVision uh, right away. And so uh, we, we knocked it out. It was a, a very long episode and a, um, a, a, the requisite spoiler alert. Uh, it was uh, pretty crazy. Um, none of the uh, oh, how is, none of the crazy nerd conspiracy theories came true. Uh, Doctor Strange didn't show up to save the day. Uh, Mephisto was not the nefarious thing behind everything. There was no other uh, mystical uh, monster. There. there was no bigger bad guy behind Agatha Harkness. It was basically, it was Agatha all along. And uh, yeah, it, it, uh, I, I kept wondering, I was like, how are they going to do with the two visions. My personal theory was all oh, the two vision, the visions were going to combine. They're they're going to take the vision from Wanda's memory and combine it with the robot. But apparently the robot already had the memory. That's they had to do a little Greek, a little bit of Greek mythology instead of slugging it out like you normally would see in a Marvel movie or a Marvel show. Uh, they they engaged in a. Oh yeah, Ryan. That, that's right. Uh, they did they, they mention that the Scarlet Witch's powers do exceed the Sorcerer Supreme. So. Uh, I, I was just watching some video of um, Elizabeth Olsen that she, she's in London right now. They're filming um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness right now, apparently, as we speak. Uh, that way it comes out in time around this time next year, so we won't get our full closure from those crazy uh, post-show or uh, the, uh, the mid-credit scenes that we got where one looked like it was taking us off into... Uh, Nick Fury's Secret Invasion, and the other one, uh, where I, the, something that I kept wondering about as, as we were watching this, uh, especially after the revelation of the Scarlet Witch, is uh, it, it, it seems to my, it seems to be a separate entity 
that like lives with that. Uh, uh, this is a uh, for for my super duper comic book dorks. This is something akin to the Phoenix Force that would take over Jean Grey. That uh, is a, 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 a darker, more malevolent, a natural force, so to speak, an elemental force. If you want to go to that extreme, it's like this is the the Scarlet Witch, the embodiment of chaos magic. They, 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 they made a point to show that that uh, she, she was doing stuff that was way beyond her her education or her, her, her own knowledge. And, uh, to go back a few episodes, they did a retconned a lot of stuff. Like, oh, she the the, the Stark Industries missile that could have killed them. Uh, yeah, the Integrated Cosmic Energy Crown. Yeah, that that that, that was really cool. Like, uh, that, that's what I, I love. The, the the conversion of from from comic media to TV media right now like when it's in the hands of really creative people that it's like a good it's, it's a really smooth transition like I'll always cite uh, Captain America Civil War is like one of the best transitions from book to screen where they take that they take something complicated and uh, they they make it feasible or digestible I should say um, for for people who don't read every single book every single month and have a, a, a giant uh, library of knowledge in their head already that, that, that that's uh, I guess, uh, the big crux of comic books and that's something that you know Pete and I would always talk about back on the old Wednesday Night Multiverse show how it's, uh, it's very difficult for a new person to get into comic books because of the, the weight of the history you have to have to, to, to enjoy it I guess or, to, or not even to understand what you're getting yourself into. Although, oddly, I, I feel like right now the, the MCU is starting to get to that point where uh, there, there is a need to go and watch certain things. Uh, uh, Disney Plus even addressed this. Uh, where, uh, <laughs> the flying car from Wanda. <laughs> well, Disney Plus addresses where they, they, they made those little legends. Uh, if you didn't know too much about uh, Vision and Scarlet, if you hadn't watched Age of Ultron and Civil War and Infinity War. <laughs> uh, they, they, they did those little primers. I, I, I showed Rosa those because uh, she hadn't seen most of them. She saw Infinity War, but I don't think she's seen Civil War or, or Age of Ultron. So those gave me little primers as to the, well, who and who, uh, Vision and uh, Wanda, or now. Now everybody's going to know where the Scarlet Witch. Uh, in my mind, she's always just been the Scarlet Witch because that was just her comic character, but now. They've created, they've added this new mythology of the Scarlet Witch being this mythical, magical entity, which, like I said at the very end of the episode, it, is it a separate thing? You see uh, Wanda outside sipping her tea or her coffee or whatever, and then in the back of the house, you see the Scarlet Witch reading the, the Darkhold, which that's a super deep, nerdy thing. That they did explain it during the show, the Darkhold is this this dark magic book, which is like nothing but bad things inside of it. <laughs> and so that that was a uh, that was very curious. I was like, but me being a super nerd, I was I was expecting oh Doctor Strange to be there teaching her. Like you know, that was supposed to, to that way you could dovetail directly into the movie next year. But uh, nothing that direct or uh, and heavy handed in, in, in that manner. Yeah, I, I have to come on here. I, I, I have to do my mea culpa. This is, uh, uh, well, I, I got to take some accountability here. Where uh, I came on here what, three weeks ago, whatever the, the, the knock in the middle episode, and, 
I thought, is this the start of the multiverse? Is oh my god. Because we had Evan Peters playing Pietro, which that's who he played in the Fox movies. But it, when we get to this episode, and uh, the, the dude is just some actor with a headshot named Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner? Ralph Boner. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Ryan, see, that's great. I, I, I love when there's symmetry of things. Agatha accidentally taught Wanda how to defeat her by showing her, oh, this is what a room is. You don't know anything about magic. Rose and I were watching that final battle, and I was like, oh, what's she doing? I'm like, she keeps shooting off into the, the, off to the sides. I think she's doing something on purpose. I don't know, like, I, I didn't remember or catch on. I was like, she's doing something. That's going to pay off and so much. She's, she's blasting Agatha, but she's blasting off to the side. She, I think she's deliberately missing. You know, like she's she's showing, showing them all over the place. All of a sudden, oh. I thought she was missing because she was so like, tired. Oh, right. She was so drained. Right. She was just, like, oh, right, because, shooting out randomly, you know. But, mm-hmm. but she would get Agatha. I'm like, oh, she, I don't know. I didn't understand why she was yeah. off there. They, they, they were showing those blasts hit the, the hex wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, that's where I was like, oh, like, I mean, there's something, I mean, I, 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 didn't, I didn't put it together, I, just, I don't know if it's just my, my, my daddy brain, or I'm just not as sharp as I used to be, but that was cool, but, but, but I have to take responsibility, I, I guess this is not it, maybe, maybe this is just, um, uh, it was a red herring, but that, that's, uh, yeah, I'll go to Razor, that's, that's when I, I was gushing about it, I was, I was texting people on me that, that same night when, when Pietro, when we had, other Pietro Trump or Fiatro, fake uh-huh. Pietro Trump. I'm like, oh my god, it's the multiverse, we're gonna, he's out here introduce the X-Men and all this stuff. And then he's like, eh, I think they're messing with us. Oh, yeah. I was like, kind of me, going super ultra, super saiyan nerd, I'm like, no, how can we do You don't just cast Evan Peters for no reason, you don't just cast, uh, cast him to patrol all the nerds. <laughs> and Ryan says, Mommy and Daddy Brain is real. Our little one's brain was, yeah. It's a cloud of exhaustion. Yeah, we are clinically exhausted. Oh, my brain is super funny. And my boss, and my boss, he, 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 he also understands me. And I'm like, oh, dude, I, I'm totally screwing up a lot of work. Oh, yeah, you have dad brain now, so it's okay. If you didn't have a kid, you screwed up as much. Yeah, we probably should go, but you're dad now, so it's totally fine. So like, I told him, I'm pulling, the, I'm pulling the wrong name for this order. Oh, I pulled the wrong name. Yeah. It's like, oh, I told him, you know, which order I'm supposed to be doing right now. It's like, you got that brain. It's okay. We're still not sleeping. No, no, we're still not sleeping. Tank had his first fever. He did not sleep. He didn't. His molars are coming in. His, his molars are coming in. We're not going to sleep. These guys in my head are not the successors. <laughs> I had to hold him for two or three hours overnight. And in various points in time, I'm still holding him. Right? Well, two out of three of us are going to sleep. I'm not going to be doing this next year, so it's still out of the day. I can't hold him anymore. <laughs> He's getting a bigger. Yeah. I can't still hold him right now. But yes, I, I have to. I have to take responsibility. I, I, like the entirety of the internet, overreacted to the casting of Evan Peters. So they, 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 they trolled us. Marvel and, and the entire WandaVision 
us that. They trolled us. They, they knew what they were doing the entire time. It's like a Paul Bentley apparently was trolling everyone because everyone kept pointing to the interviews with Paul Bentley. He's like, oh, I can't wait. But I'm very excited to work with this, this one actor. I've never worked with him before. Uh, and it turned out the actor he was talking about was himself. He was looking, he had to play dual role of vision and fake vision or white vision. Or what this one born of is one called him Cataract. His eyes were so weird, I guess he had. Uh, some YouTuber pointed out today, like, oh, he had, the, he had the same eyes as Ultron. I was like, oh, I didn't know he didn't catch that. Like, I, I noticed when his eyes changed to the more human eyes. Once, once, uh, once, once Wanda's vision poked his head and unlocked all his memories. But that, that, that was really, like, that's, uh, I was so perplumped. I'm like, they left that loose end of where, and like, where did the other vision go? Like, he flew off, he left, and they left that as a dangling plot point for obsessive nerds of him to be like, look what happened. He has his memory back. Why didn't he just go to Honda? Oh, where is he? What's going on? It's like, what are we going to get, like, so like in 2024, Wanda and Vision, <laughs> instead of Wanda Vision and, and, the, and the, or Vision and the Scarlet Witch, that'll be the next, because that was like the series finale, or it wasn't the season finale, it was a series finale. So this is where Wanda Vision was one and done. I think on, honestly, some of, some of the really great, this is some great television. If, if, if this doesn't get any, any, any nominations or Golden Globe nomination next year, I will be fairly disappointed because it was just so good. Louisa Olsen was just like acting her ass off that entire series. Paul Bettany was freaking delightful. I, I'm, I'm so glad he got to do more than just stand around and be a robot. He got to be really funny and really quirky and very serious and very introspective. Uh, just, uh, overall, just uh, amazing. I, I love that it, they, they didn't. They, they stopped doing what Marvel would always do: just kill the villains. They, they didn't kill <laughs> Agatha. They just turned her back into Agnes. And I'm sure that's like you're burying a plot for for somewhere in the future. <laughs> Catherine Hahn doing the interviews. I hope they'll make it. They, they're able to bring back. I hope they do. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, she she's like oh she. Uh, I don't think Catherine Hahn was. Expecting to become a meme, <laughs> she said. Like so many things of her are like everything. That the song is a meme. That that one super duper wink is like that's become a meme. The yeah. big wink. The big wink. I keep seeing uh, incredibly hilarious uses of, of all that on Twitter. I just I'm, I'm rolling. Yeah, I, I agree, Ryan. I love when they let awesome villains survive. Yeah. It's, I, I, I'm still waiting for the day where Sam Rockwell can come back as Justin Hammer because, like that, that, that I, I love I personally love Sam Rockwell a lot. I think he's a great actor. He was kind of like wasted in Iron Man two, but they, they didn't kill him, so he, he can be used in some. I'm hoping in some way, shape, or form, that he can be used on a Disney Plus show or they, they bring him back in, because Sam Rockwell is just freaking great. <laughs> He, he's another delightful actor that just brings me joy whenever he's on the screen. <laughs> Somewhat again, if, if, if freaking if Hawkeye can can get his own show, you know, there's supposed to be an Armor Wars 
Disney Plus thing, I would have that would probably make the most sense. Thank you, Warren. <laughs> yes, I, I believe there is some sort of Armor Wars thing, but potentially happening down the line. So, oh, there you go, Pete Mulaney. They, they have an Armor Wars show. I, I hope against hope that uh, Sam Rockwell is involved in that Armor Wars show. Clearly, this WandaVision thing is, was a hit. I, I honestly, I don't think anyone expected this to be that big of a hit, but here we are. <laughs> like, if you had told me the the, the, the the first show out of the gate was going to be WandaVision was going to be this successful, I was like, ah, oh, there was no way. A quirky show about a robot and, and his lady, there's no way it was going to be a, a pop culture phenomenon, which it is. And here, here we are. Uh, we've been talking about it every week, and then in two weeks we're going to be talking about the Falcon. Yeah, the next series, Falcon Winter Soldier. It's That's in two weeks. <laughs> I saw billboards for it all over uh, Hollywood yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we get a, a we get a, like a two week break, and then all of a sudden, bang! Eight or nine episodes of Falcon Winter Soldier to to, to fill our eye holes for for the summer, and then I think Loki is sometime in the in the fall. Yeah. Well, it, See, yeah, one division is something you gotta, you gotta watch the entire. You gotta, I know, I know. Jai kept talking about. I don't know what's happening, but I'm enjoying it. Oh, Ryan asks in the comics, does U.S. agent go bad? Depend, as we always have to say, it depends on the writer. <laughs> if, if I if I recall correctly, he's mostly good, but he could be. You know, I think in, in this. This version, this MCU version, I think that this U.S. agent is going to be bad. He's going to be uh, the fake Captain America. <laughs> fake America, so to speak. It's a, yeah, I, I'm pretty excited because I, I love the dynamic between Falcon and their soldier. I mean, their, their whole dynamic throughout the, the whole the film of Civil War just made me happy when you were house. So they, they were the comic relief during all the seriousness. Oof, Justice League. Yes, uh, the, the Super Soldier Soldier in general doesn't work on most other people. It, it, it was successful on, on, on one of the, uh, of, the, of the Black Captain America, the way before Steve Rogers, and then uh, there's the Snap, and then I think after that, and then. And, uh, in the comic books, uh, Nick Fury got something similar called the Infinity Formula, and it wasn't quite the Super Soldier Formula, but allowed him to live a lot longer. But uh, yeah, the Super yeah, usually the uh, like, that's that's the uh, like, oh, there you go, of Abomination of in the movies. That's right. So they were trying to do a, a new version of Super Soldier Serum that came into Abomination. I totally forgot that. That was 11 years ago. <laughs> Like, well, maybe even further. Yeah, that, 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 that is the presumption I, I, I heard that Abomination is really going to be coming back for that upcoming Shield show. Because the young lady from Orphan Black, whose first name I can never pronounce. Well, actually, I don't think I can pronounce her name at all. I think I have to, like, Google voice it and be like, how do I say that name? Uh, I'm not even a try. See, I only know that she's the, the, the young actress from Orphan Black. Uh, it's like, uh, Tatiana I could be incredibly wrong there. I've been wrong before, I'll be wrong again. 
Like, what was it you, you were watching Hulu the other day? Like, we were going through that somehow. I was like, oh, I don't know. You had no idea how to say that one actress's name. Saoirse Ronan? Saoirse Ronan. Yeah. But now they moved a bit in her opening. Saoirse. Yeah. Well, apparently Ryan and Warren told me I was correct. Come down in the slot, it is. Oh, Sersha was weird. That was a weird one. Sersha. Sersha. That's Irish. Very Irish. Very Irish. I didn't know. Whole time she was in uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. I'm like, oh. Sorry, we'll rise. No. Sersha. I thought it was Cersei. Cersei. Yeah, yeah, like Neil Jones. Yeah. Cersei. Is the big Gaelic version of Cersei? Sersha. Sersha. Mark Fantasy? Yeah, I. I think Disney Plus realized they needed to keep things going. Because uh, a lot of people might just quit now until the initial career and talk and that. I don't know. Hang on, that's two weeks. And I'm sure they're going to have some other thing. I think. You got it right. Because it's not someone who's. I'm saying it right. Thank you. <laughs> that was a total uh, guess on my part. One of my old karaoke buddies was obsessed with Orphan Black. Yeah, it was always on Twitter, I never heard it so. Yeah, Disney is just like that. Yeah, the Fantastic Mother, Frank and Ocean, there's a lot of stuff coming out on the line. I imagine there's going to be some, like, after Falcon and Soldier, there's going to be a gap there, so we filled with some other pop uh, culture thing, whether it be another Star Wars show or they have in the works, and I'm sure there's something. I, I haven't taken a look at the, the old uh, Disney calendar, but uh, I'm, I'm, these, these people at Disney, they just kind of know what they're doing in regards to taking people's money. They're, they're pretty good at that. I was there for a year, but... So, something else that we watched. Uh, I don't know if the rest of you got up to watch, but I don't know if everybody else uh, has on time. Ooh, Wonder is your featurette this Friday. Oh, Marvel Legends with Falcon and Winter Soldier coming. Oh, cool. I'm going to show Rosa Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm sure she'll think the Winter Soldier is very cute. He is very nice. Oh, you know who he's back in the stands? Uh, you know the Winter Soldier? Oh, yeah. Of course you do. Of course you do. I, I had a feeling, yeah. Coming to America. Yes. Okay. It was funny because like, we watched WandaVision and immediately the second WandaVision was over, we were like, okay, we have to put on Coming to America. I'm sorry, I got a little too loud, I got a little bit excited there. We, we put on something in America, and we worked our way through it, and we came checking in. I think it's like three and a half hours to watch that movie, because we have to just keep stopping the channel. You know, and it's one of the fun little boy. It's teething. 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 It's perfect, but you know what, though? Having this off in America, no problem, because you know what? It's hilarious. I, I was slightly concerned, I'm like, okay. Uh, I, I should make a concern, because we saw, you know, my name was going on, and that movie was also hilarious. Mm -hmm. So um, I probably shouldn't have had any concerns. Mm -hmm. And, no, there was no cause for concern. This movie was funny. Amazing. Like, things just like... It yeah, it's right got left with a whole day. Well, oh, Scott left. Oh, it's got left with a whole day. And just like my name is Olmec, I swear, I think Wesley Snipes was trying to steal the movie again. Every scene that Wesley Snipes was in. Every, every scene was so good. <laughs> His sister was still hopping and barking after 30 years. 
the dog first. Oh, because yeah, that was like the, the, the women from next door, yeah. Mm -hmm. They'll do whatever you say. Yeah, I love it. I love all the little callbacks to the original movie. Just stand here for an hour. Just stand here. Don't move. I will stand here. I've been standing here for an hour. You told me not to move. <laughs> she would have just stood there for the until the time. Just stand here. Just stand here. She would not move. It's just like there's little callbacks like that. Uh, and I love that, like they had every original actor that they could possibly get, like, every living actor that they could have gotten mm -hmm. was there. Yeah. And, and that that was uh, it, it was so great. Uh, like I, I felt like I was inappropriately laughing when uh, when, when uh, James Earl Jones like died. Yeah, when he died, he's like, no, I okay. think it, it was supposed to be funny. I know. It was really inappropriate. It was so good. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to die now. Like, if I could go like that, I would. Like, like, like I, I could I watched my funeral? Okay. Good. Yeah. I have, I've seen my funeral. Yeah. I can die now. I can die now. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you ever go through something and then you're like, you know what? I did that. I could die now. I'm happy. Right? Every once in a while, things happen in life. I, I, I think... I could die I think now. Every, I, everyone in that movie was having fun. Oh, yeah. And, like, you could feel, mm -hmm. like, like, even James was like, you, he couldn't hold back his mm -hmm. smile mm -hmm. from being ridiculous, mm -hmm. like, screaming, mm -hmm. uh, screaming at freaking Arsenal Hall's character. He, he couldn't, <laughs> Sammy. He couldn't keep, <laughs> Sammy. Sammy. <laughs> he couldn't help but smile every time he was, like, saying ridiculous shit. Oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> you could just see, like, the, the sides of his face, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was just like, yeah, Arsenio and freaking Tracy Morgan going back and forth. Just, oh. <laughs> but, I, you know, this this current version, this post-tax jail Wesley Snipes, I feel like this is the, like, he's doing Simon Phoenix from Demolition Man, but in every movie now. <laughs> he, he's just... He, the new blades PG thirteen, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. It's Marvel, but yeah, Wesley was just oh my god, as the the, the general of Nextoria, just oh. out of control. The <laughs> dancing, the the way he just sauntered into every scene. Oh. The I'm Wesley Snipes, and I don't give a fuck because I I always felt like pre tax evasion Wesley, you know, like like post Blade. Pre-tax evasion, I always felt he was taking himself a little too seriously. <laughs> yes, there, there's a new, there's a new blade, Mashershala. Um, that's another one I always mess up. Mashershala Ali is going to be the uh, inspiration for Mufasa. Wesley tried out for Daryl, but he lost to Eric Wasa. <laughs> But yeah, oh, that's that's crazy. <laughs> I'm surprised Eric Lasalle wasn't in. Did it? Uh, um, oh man! But the movie, I, I'm just—we're just—we were like, I think we kept waking up Tiger because we were laughing. We were laughing so hard because there's so much ridiculousness. Like, like this, this. I don't know. I feel like the. I mean, this is not a knock, but I think the least funny person in the movie was probably the 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 son. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, not that he wasn't funny. It was just like he's like you. You're standing there with freaking Eddie Murphy, Cindy Hall, 
Where's his name's out of his mind? Tracy Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> These people are going. They're going wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're wilded out. It's like, like how do he stepped in a role that mm-hmm. you can't do over. Mm-hmm. You can't do over. He's not. He's not Prince. He's not yeah. the Prince. Mm-hmm. He's the Prince from Brooklyn. Yeah. You know I mean? Prince Queens. Prince of Queens. Yeah. The Prince of Queens. Yeah. Prince of Queens. So it's just like he was serious, but not too serious. Mm-hmm. Oh, we watched the babies. That's the only time we can watch it when the babies asleep. I looked up to my PS4, you know, our headphones on. That's the only way you can watch it. Leslie Jones! Oh my god! She is out of control! <laughs> see, I feel that's another reason why you didn't seem as funny because like, he's standing like. After she is, he's standing next to Leslie Jones. I was stealing. I was a hoe. She was stealing. Yeah. I was a hoe. I'm sorry. Oh, I was hoeing back then. I was like, Take the bathroom. Go wash you. The royal tentacles in the crew. Get it done. Oh, yeah, I took your dress. Jesus. Jesus. There's so much to that movie that was just. It's uh, the it's, it's uh, poor giant. I'm just howling the entire time. I'm just howling. <laughs> you, have to, you have to watch that one a couple more times. I feel like you're laughing some jokes. It's really good. I was on time number to be able to watch that. That uh, was, uh, was a whole lot of fun. And then, I was in the yes. I, I, a lot of times I feel like even Eddie Murphy was playing the, the, the straight man to all this stuff. <laughs> like, what can you do when you do all this like, ridiculousness going on around you? Because <laughs> I mean, at least half the movie he was kind of like playing his dad from the first movie. <laughs> Until he realized, oh no, I'm becoming my father. They do kind of like, uh, like, like giant, so they did recycle the plot a little bit, but you know what, it was still fine. Like, yeah, the, the, the new prince had to go find himself. And he got himself the, the royal ruler. The royal ruler. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> Ryan here says he almost hired a guy to sing, She's your queen! John Legend, or oh, at the end, I wanted, I was crying laughing when John Legend in the credits is singing this song. I was gone. I was like, that, that must have been like a freaking childhood dream for, for John Legend to be able to just perform that song. He <laughs> with all the soul in his heart. <laughs> Yes. Uh, highest possible recommendation. If you like, if you like the first one, then please, 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 go watch. Go watch it. It was pretty. It's pretty freaking great. Let's hit the, uh, the, the, the final talk of the evening. We're going to talk about the video. We're going to talk about the video. Sorry, this is not your dad. You're not going to talk about it. So, last week, 
was the four year anniversary of the Nintendo Switch. I, 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 I couldn't believe that it took four years. The episode for myself, Pete, and Sam were playing the Nintendo Switch on this show was four years ago. <laughs> It kind of blew me away that that much time has already passed. It, 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 in my brain, it didn't seem like the switch had been out that long, but it really has. Um, and uh, and to reflect on that, like I mentioned in the, in the quick video I did uh, last week, oh, Ryan, oh, Ryan, we to start that panel crossing again. Oh no. I don't know if we're just having all the Mario stuff down the bottom. Keep doing this up, it's a drag to go back there. Yes, one, yeah, there was a report came out that Samsung is working on each other's screen. They're working on some new screens for the newer, better switch. Because this is what Nintendo does. I can tell you this from personal experience. They're working there. From, from, the, from the first day I worked there. When you're a new DS coming out, you're a pencil radio DS? The bosses will tell me, nope, there is no new DS. So I have to go to the puppet, stick it up my, my, my butt. No, there is no new DS coming out. And then three months later, or four months later, hey, it's the DS Lite. What? Okay, oh, is there a DS with a camera coming out? Nope, there are no plans for this. Three months later, DSi! Are you guys going to make a bigger one? No, no, no. There are no plans to make the DS bigger. We're not going to do that. DSi Excel! Uh, the, the, the only one that was in general is kind of the 3D one, the 3DS. So, like, my memory is kind of 3D, but I feel like that one is like, out of nowhere. You can show up there. Like, I, I, I would, like, all I know is like, oh, they're going to portable game view. I think that was my idea. Like, I'm going to make a portable system that basically like, can make you Capability so that they can only work in the games on portable. And they kind of didn't come up with it. And so the 3DS came out and, oh my god, this is so cool, it's 3D! And then they didn't actually, when are they make bigger one? I'm like, I'm sure they will in about 3, 2, 1, 3DS XL! This is what Nintendo does. They do. When they find a good product, they're just gonna work on making it better. That way we can have better version than we are. Over time. I think the Switch has replaced both the Wii U and the 3DS. So we can both the portable and home console. So that kind of thing is going to be different. They're in a big investor product on all of it. They feel like they're in the middle of the life cycle of it. This traditional industry is going to have five year life cycles. Like for the system, so that all, every five years, a new piece of hardware is going to be coming out. But now, continent actors are trying to squeeze in a little extra time out. Like, oh, no, we, but we need to get our money's worth. And we have this R&D that just turns everybody over. Not so. I mean, Nintendo was envisioning maybe like a nine-year cycle to release whatever the successor would be. But as I want to point out, it's like a year or the HD switch or a newer switch. Maybe coming out sooner rather than later. So Samsung is going from they're making or Samsung Leaf came out, but they're making screens for the uh, switch. Which are HLED fancy pants, bigger screens. Uh, I'm sure a bunch of Nintendo fans like me will be like, okay, here's my credit card. 
I would like it more, please. As long as you can still play my previous Switch games and your thing per year, then I'll be perfectly fine. Is it still portable? That's all I care about. And, and this is the way I, 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 I talk about it. I feel like I, I did not get all the use that I thought I was going to get out of the Switch, realistically. I thought I was going to be playing it everywhere, and, and I did try. Uh, believe me, I, I, I was taking as soon as I got a, a shoot your shoot batter for, for, um, for the Switch. I, I, I took it to Hiroki, and we were all playing. <laughs> um, and uh, we, I remember there, there's one awesome night where I was getting everyone character to play along with me. I had my my Joy-Cons and my, and my Pro Controller, and we're playing Street Fighter right there at, at the karaoke bar in between songs. Like, hey, this is fun. And, and then for whatever reason, I, I think I, I got busy with work and what I got. I was working three jobs, so there was no time at that point. I was working like three jobs to pay my bills. So I wasn't really devoting too much time to play my Switch. And then uh, I went off and got got married and had a baby, so there hasn't been a lot, <laughs> hasn't been a lot of Switch time <laughs> since then. And now, I, it's funny, now I'm playing almost every day, but that's because of the, the workout game, the, the Ring Fit Adventure. That's where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm getting my game in, but I'm also working really hard, because I think that's actually kicking my ass. But, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I have a bunch of games. Like, earlier this year, I, I, I played through Resident Evil 4 after... I think Jai had bought it for me the previous Christmas. I think. My memory is hazy on that one. Uh, yeah, 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 Jai bought it, well, yeah, Jai bought it for me the previous Christmas. And then, like, four months later, I finally was like, playing it during my lunches at work. I was playing Resident Evil 4, but I think that's the, I, I think that's the awesome thing about the Switch. It's like, oh, I can play a console game, a mobile game like that, and just hit sleep at any time. I'm like, oh, oh no. Due to poor wireless connection. Oh. My broadcast has been paused. Oh, okay, I don't know. I'm back. Am I back? All right. I'm sorry, everyone. But I'm, I'm sure the 30-second delay will throw everybody out for a second. But yeah, well, the, I think the thing I like the most about the Switch is that you can play any of these games. Like A lot of people complain, oh, they're just bringing back a bunch of old games and putting them on the Switch. And I'm like, yes, I can, theoretically, I can play a lot of these games, which I used to have to be tethered to my television. Now I can just play them anywhere. And I can pause it and freeze it anytime I want and pick it up whenever. You know, all right, I'll, I'll pick this up tomorrow, freeze it right here. Couldn't do that with my, uh, <laughs> or at any point in time in the game. Like, I don't have to hit a save point or whatever, or get to a, 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 a be in the middle of a boss battle. My app. So you just put the switch here to sleep, put it back in this charger deck. I'll, I'll get to it in a couple days. Come back around a couple days later. All right, let's play. I think that the, the that's probably my, my favorite utility of the Switch. But I think my second favorite utility was when, last year when they added the um, the Nintendo Switch Online, or like they, or my my last year or year before when they started adding all the retro games. I I, I was personally saying, oh, I give you guys twenty bucks a year and you guys, oh well, that was the only way to play online so to speak. But you guys give me all these games to play. Hell yeah, this is cool. And or back then it's like. So I started playing all the stuff that I really liked, you know, fire up, you know, Legend of Zelda, uh, what do you call it, uh, Link to the Past, or Super Mario Bros. 3, and uh, I remember there was a time earlier, like, earlier this year 
uh, I fired up Super Mario 2. Ugh. And I was like, oh man, I hated this game. But what's really cool is um, in these versions, they let you uh, rewind. Well, primarily rewind. <laughs> you hit the you hit the shoulder buttons, you can rewind the game. Like, oh, cheap death? Oh, let's uh, undo that, okay. Well, let's undo that one, undo that one. Let's uh, uh, fast forward it. Basically, uh, like, like, like people who used to play ROMs on their computers, you can cheat. You can, oh, manipulate the, the, the game. Because there's a lot of, you know, back in the old days, the games were a lot of cheap deaths. Especially, oh God, I hate it. Yeah, exa exactly, James. Prince of Persia style. Let me, let me unwind my death. I, ironically, Prince of Persia is one of the games I've been wanting to fire back up. <clears throat> but I'll get to that part after this. But, yeah, so, like, Nintendo was always kind of cashed in on this, uh, they have this library of really good games, and but they find ways to get people to buy over and over again. A lot of, a lot of there's a segment of nerds who hate this practice. Like, why do you make us rebuy everything? And there's another segment of nerds who are will happily rebuy it over and over. I'm the latter. I I will happily hand them over money over and over again <laughs> to keep playing my games in new and different ways. Like, why? Well, yes, I will pay you twenty dollars a year to to play all of my old Nintendo games anywhere I want and be able to rewind all the cheap deaths. Why, yes, I I am more than happy to do that. Beyond thrilled. To, to, to be able to, to play my old, those old games, those punishing, evil, horrible NES games, and undo any death anytime I feel like. I, I beat Super Mario 2. I have never done that in my life. Not even on the I think on Super Mario All-Stars back on the Super Nintendo. I beat the original. I beat the lost levels. I beat part three, but part two, never. Oh, damn it, you're about to buy a Resident Evil 4. Uh, would you like to borrow it? If, 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 I will let you borrow my copy of Resident Evil 4. Uh, if, if you, that way, because uh, I know that the triple pack, I mean, it, believe it, you know, a part of me, the, the, the big RE4 fan in me, says, oh, you should get that game, because that's one of the best games ever made. And that's one of those few retro games that stands the test of time. But the frugal gamer me knows, you are a father of three kids. I will let you borrow my cartridge, <laughs> so you can play through it, and then you can make the determination, oh, this is a really good game, I want to own it. Or, okay, I'm glad I experienced this incredibly crazy game, but I don't want to pay however much it costs for a Resident Evil Triple Pack. Yeah, I, I find playing it on, on the Switch is best with the, um, with the Pro Controller. <laughs> Although it took me a while. I mean, it's funny, because I, when I, we, we talked about this on the podcast however, earlier last year, when I was working through it, it's like, I, I've been spoiled by modern games, so when I go back and play an older game, and it doesn't move correctly the way I want it to move, like Resident Evil 4, it's like a little odd to move around and, and attack, you know, like playing, you know, playing a modern game, like, yeah, I played Destiny for three and a half years, and to go back and play some other game, or moving and shooting or trying to do that, like, this doesn't feel as fluid as these modern games, and that brings the crux of one of my other videos. So, so at work, I finally have set up a, a TV at my desk, and I, I'm breaking out of my old systems. I, I have my GameCube out, and I'm firing up old games. So like last week, 
I fired up one, 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 one another one of my favorites, which I, I'm, I'm shocked that it hasn't been remade. Uh, I, I constantly complain about them, but I'm like, why hasn't Capcom done like a remastered or just take the you know, Beautiful Joe and Beautiful Joe 2 and put them on Switch, put them on PS4 or whatever. And so I fired up Beautiful Joe. I'm like, oh, cool. I flipped up my GameCube. I, I, got it. I, I have this TV that has the, 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 the old uh, composite cables. I, like, uh, I, I refuse to pay 35 bucks for an HDMI adapter for, for my GameCube. And, uh, and I fired Beautiful Joe. I'm like, oh, man, I can't remember that. This game is hard. And then I, I get to the, the, the second level. I get to this room and I'm like, oh man, the guy's shooting guns at me, alright. I have to slow down time, punch the bullets, whatever. Just like Jai told me many years ago, punch the bullets, I remember this. And then I, I beat up all the enemies. And the thing with Beautiful Joe, it's a beautiful action game, but it's also a puzzle game at the same time. And so I'm like, oh, how do I get out of this room? And then I'm, I'm, I'm bouncing around the room and I'm like, oh, there's a switch at the top. I'm like, alright, let me go up there and punch it. No, nothing, nothing happening. I'm like, what? And then it slowly occurred to me, oh, crap baskets. I think I was supposed to punch the enemy. Like, you can't see the button. You have to kind of just play through and fail and go back and do it. I have to, like, get one of the enemies, slow down time, and punch them directly up into the button to, to make the rest of the room fall down. And I was like, oh, crap. I think. Oh, well, they're, they're okay. Now we're reconnected. Um, and, uh, I, Is it me? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's you, honey. Uh, it's just randomly doing the, your Wi-Fi is acting up. Is it the balloon? I don't know. I don't know if it's the balloon. Like, it, this randomly happens. But and so I'm like, oh crap! Like there's no more enemies in the room. It's like in more modern games, if there's you know a puzzle like you need an enemy to kill there, then there's usually a constantly respawning enemy. But back in 2003, when uh, Beautiful Joe was made, I'm sure Shinji Mikami and the rest of his team were like, no, you gotta figure it out. Good luck. You punch all the enemies, guess what? You gotta freaking find them. Well, you can't die. You have to, like, reset the game, go back to that last save point, and figure it out. And I'm just like, wait, this is awfully frustrating for an old man like me. I'm like, maybe, you know, what, 2003? So 24-year-old Dre, I had plenty of time to sit around and figure this out, and gaze at my navel and figure out a 41 year old right? I don't got this kind of time I got like 10 minutes to play on my lunch at work <laughs> I got 20 minutes to eat 10 minutes to goof off and you know Monday Wednesday Friday record a video and the other days I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm fiddling around with, with, with my GameCube games and I'm like what the hell I'm like this is frustrating I can see why they well that's probably half the reason why they didn't work back because it's I'm sure it's a very complicated game. There's another half of the reason why they don't want to give any credit to the to the creator who eventually had to quit Capcom and go create Bayonetta and all kinds of other stuff with, with Platinum Games. So yeah, the, the the former Clover Studios, but they they did the the wonderful 101, which all the characters look like Beautiful Joe. Oh, and they all fight like Beautiful Joe. Oh, and that game just got remastered for. The Nintendo Switch recently. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, yeah. uh the revamped RE2 and RE3s. Oh yes, Ryan. Oh my gosh, uh, I, I've been curious about Resident Evil 2 remake and Resident Evil 3 remake, and then eventually I'm sure on PS5 they're gonna do a Resident Evil 4 remake, which will cause me to go. Yippee! 
and I have to play it. I hope they release a PS4 version whenever they do the RE4 remake. Although I fear it will be for PS5, and I'll, I'll curse the skies and be like, well, I guess I'll play that in 2026 or something, when PS5s are readily available. But yeah, I, I, I fired up my Game Boy. I was playing a bunch of old original Game Boy games. Uh, so, so, like, oh, Damien, you know, some of these other games we got from our friend Tomo. And I was like, some of these games, like, these were ridiculous. How are these fun? Uh, like, I know there are good original Game Boy games. There's like, you know, maybe you, if you if you pop in, obviously, you know, Tetris, you know, that, that game is like, beautiful in its simplicity, you know. Yeah, if I put in like Super Mario Land or Super Mario Land 2 especially, I know that's going to be fun and play with. I popped in F1 Race and it played like absolute garbage. Uh, I popped in this other game, Kicks, and I'm like, I, I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do. That's like, this, like, I, I, I don't know, maybe it's, 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 it, maybe it's a wrong sample size for this thing, but it made me really think about, oh, all these old games, uh, uh, they, they, do we just hang on to the, some of the memories that we have? Oh, I had a lot of fun playing this back in, you know, such a, you know, see, RC Pro, see, that was programmed by RC. Lots of I think if a game was well-crafted, that's where it stands the test of time. Like, if, you know, I could pop in my, my Super, my Super Nintendo, play Legend of Zelda into the Past, the original cartridge, and I know it's going to play incredibly well, I'm going to have a lot of fun. But there's a lot of other stuff, like, what I've been discovering on that uh, Nintendo Switch Online, uh, a lot of those old games are just not fun. They're weird, and it may be a product of its time, because, you know, it, it, it's, we're talking about 30-plus years ago of some of this stuff. And some stuff rises to the top, and the other stuff is just not good. It's like, you know, what were they thinking? Or, or, or it just doesn't hold up. Like, you, you know, are, you know, older gamers like me, like, are we relying on nostalgia? Like, well, what was another, there was another, uh, game I fired up, I put in an NBA Street volume three. I'm like, why haven't they done an NBA Street in this modern generation? And, and I remembered my frustration with old sports games. <laughs> the, 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 the rubber band AI, like, oh, I can get ahead by a lot, but all of a sudden the AI will not miss, and all of a sudden I can't, I can't hit a bucket to save my life. I'll go for a dunk and get blocked. And all of a sudden my 10-point lead is erased, and now I'm suddenly down by five. I'm like, oh man, this is why I started hating uh, 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 sports games on console around that time it was like the, the end of the PS2 GameCube Xbox era like going into the um, like the PS3 and Xbox 360 I remember buying that NBA uh, whichever the 2K when they started putting like when they put Jordan on the cover I'm like I bought that because it, it, it sounded cool because oh they had a lot of the old teams I want to play the old Lakers and I, I started playing that game it's like if, if I wasn't blocking the shot, the computer wasn't missing. <laughs> like, that reminded me when I would have played my old NBA Live 95 on Genesis. If, it, if I set the computer to very hard, yeah, they'd have like a 90% field goal percentage. Like, they wouldn't miss. It's like, oh, they had, I had six blocks. They had six missed field goals. That was it. That was what it was like to play those old games on very hard. Just, oh, the AO just like, oh, it's just not going to miss. <laughs> 
and so that, that's how I felt I'm starting like I, I, that's why I moved away from sports games a lot it's, it's, that used to be my big thing when I was when I was a young man I loved sports so much I had to play the sports video games and I think they hit a really good sweet spot around the PS1 at least as far as I'm concerned it wasn't overly complicated I remember me and my buddies Irv and Darren would be playing triple play baseball in NBA and NHL in NBA and NBA Live in NBA and we would be having fun with like the kids the, the, the character models were starting to look like themselves. I mean, they were they probably look super deformed now, but by comparison, compared to like the old like, Nintendo, where like, they're just a little dot on the screen, or on the Genesis, we're like, oh, it's multiple dots. So that looks like a jersey with a number in the middle. <laughs> then you, you see PlayStation 1 and S4, oh, wow, you can actually kind of see their faces. <laughs> this is cool. Now, they're, they're all just uh, sweat machines. It's like, it's a it's it's a weird amalgamation and um, the the games play or they're so complicated. Like you, so yeah, even on the GameCube I'm playing NBA Street and it's like, oh, I have to do combinations with the C stick so I can score more points on the side. There's other points to build up your game breaker and I was just like, Oh no, this oh god, like this is this is annoying. Uh, I remember buying that for the GameCube so it's like, it's like I can play basketball with with Mario Luigi and, and the Princess Peach. <laughs> I was playing against the Beastie Boys. Oh yeah, I should have shown. I gotta show Rosa that at some point. The, the, the Beastie Boys were in multiple basketball games. They were where they were in the old NBA Jam, and apparently they put them. Uh, EA put them in NBA Street, uh, Volume Three. So yeah, it's like I, I, I have to. I have to go through. I, this, this small sample size probably wasn't uh, big enough for for my big declarative saying, but that, that's just had like, my feelings. Oh man, like a lot of this older stuff, like might not hold up, but as you guys have said in the comments, you know, yeah, RC Pro-Am, that does stand up to the test of time, that's a, that's a great example, and then there's a lot of old, there's some stuff, that's, the, the best stuff will still be good, but the other stuff that I probably enjoy, oh yeah, I, probably, I feel like, oh, I enjoyed Kari Warriors on the NES, I'm sure if I play that now, I'd be like, what the hell is this crap? <laughs> uh, I'm scared to pop in some of some, some old PS1 games. But I, I feel like this, this might be more uh, emblematic of like action games from that era. But like, I think if I put in like some RPGs, I think where uh, dexterity and, and luck are, are less uh, necessary, I think you know, if I pop in Chrono Trigger uh, in, into my Super Nintendo, I think I'm good. I'll, 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 I can log 60 hours of fun. No problem. <laughs> Travel through time. Figure everything out, solve the puzzles, beat the bad guys, save the universe. Yeah, I bet that. Good, 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 good game design. But bad game design, oof, bad. You, you can never fix bad, especially old stuff like that. There, there's no patches back then. So that's why a lot of games get get released incomplete now. Well, we'll just fix it. In, we'll fix it in a launch patch. Back then, like, yeah, your game had to be good, had to be ready, or you're gonna make, or you're just gonna release a bad game. That, 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 there, there was a quote I would always say back, back when I was a Nintendo rep. Everyone, take a drink. There's a quote the, the creator of Mario and, and Zelda, Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah, he, yeah, his quote I would always tell you was a lot of times Nintendo would always delay games. Like, that one of the most notorious delays was always, oh, when Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess was supposed to come out for GameCube November of 2005. 
but they pushed it back a year to November of 06, and it eventually came out, both the GameCube and the Wii. And uh, Mr. Miyamoto was quoted, No one remembers a delayed game. Everyone remembers a bad game. I always tell people that. Because I don't. If, if I tell people, oh yeah, Super Smash Brothers Brawl for the Wii? Yeah, that was delayed like five months. No one remembers that delay. I remember that delay because of the amount of epic shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Damon. It's funny how you say good games stand the test of time as your company is selling shovelware like it's the hottest thing. That's... <laughs> that's that's a great statement there, Damon. Thank you for catching my hypocrisy. But th th that's, the, that's the facts. It, it, it's amazing. There's a lot of consumers out there uh, I, I dare say more of the casual consumers who don't know or care, they don't know they're buying shovelware or they don't care that they're buying shovelware. And in, in, in this in this economy, uh, pe there's a lot more of those people than there are of the, uh, the snooty connoisseur like myself. I, yeah, I, I, I think I'm, 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 I'm being a bit of elitist. When it comes to, to, to video games, I feel like I, I might have always been a little snooty when it comes to my video games. Uh, I've always taken it a little more seriously than a normal person would. Uh, because, yeah, I, they've been a part of my life going on, oh my god, 30 years, easily. I'm like, the, the, the first time I had to touch an Atari at my, my cousin's house in Mexico, you know, getting my, getting my own NES. And breaking out the power pad and doing a track and field and playing Super Mario Brothers and getting frustrated and cursing at the dog and duck hunt uh, it goes all the way back to I, you know, like third or fourth grade when I, I finally got my own Nintendo and it's just been a part of like, game, video games have been a part of my life since then I just, consistently I don't think even at my brokest I think all I had was like, my Game Boy Advance and yeah, that's just. Oh yeah, no, but that—that's true. Man. I mean, oh yeah, I think we, we are the the, the we're the minority. Uh, there's a lot of people. Like, it, it astounds me that the, that the game industry is subsisted on on. It really lives on microtransactions now. Oh, Ryan, you, you did I always know about the control? No, I did not know about the controller and the duck until like later on in life even though it's clearly stated in the freaking instructions all the way way back then but like oh the second player can take the controller and and then control the duck <laughs> yeah that was like I, I didn't know about that till later in life uh, as well but it, it's crazy the, the industry right now is driven by people who have no problem turning real money into fake money uh, like Grand Theft Auto Five is like that's a <laughs> yeah who reads instructions? That's why they don't include them anymore. <laughs> they were wasting money printing all these instructions that kids would just immediately ignore and jump right into the game. Like personally, I always uh, I loved a good instruction booklet with pictures in it because I always liked like I think the Super Mario Bros. Three instruction booklet was probably one of my favorite instruction booklets of all time because you know all the awesome little drawings. Uh, of Mario and the Koopa Kids and and and, and I, I just thought that was like the greatest instruction manual ever. I was like, look at this book. I, I wasn't reading. I was looking at the pictures. Clearly. 
and uh, yeah, um, the, the the entire industry is driven by people who who happily hand over money. This is like I remember like 15 years ago, I was like, oh, microtransactions that'll never work. So like uh, the, the the big deal, oh, who's gonna buy armor for their horse? And we fast forward now, and uh, people are buying outfits for their characters in Fortnite. Uh, people spend freaking money on Grand Theft Auto V to live out a virtual life. I, I was reading about how the, this, uh, this Grand Theft Auto V streamer, I guess there's a whole site, I guess their servers were like, you live a fake life. I mean, it's like Second Life, but a much more advanced version of it. Or like a streamer, he quit streaming Grand Theft Auto V because it became too much like a job. Like he wasn't having fun. Like he was having to get jobs within Grand Theft Auto, or he was like running a bunch of different businesses, and it was, he just it, it was so tedious. Or like, oh, the the games have become the boring things that we don't want to do in real life. And then this guy had a, a, a crisis. Uh, he had a mid-game crisis, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna. I, I can't do GTA IRL anymore because it's not fun anymore." Like, uh, this guy, I'm sure he's a relatively big streamer. I'm sure he's gonna lose subscriptions and therefore lose income. Um, I'm sure people who are only watching him just to play Grand Theft Auto Five, and it's just people who spend all this money to buy digital things and it, it, it's all uh, come true and, and like I, I, I Damon like I told you in person all these game companies are, are incredi incredibly happy about this like oh they're just handing the money directly to the publishers instead of having to go through a middleman oh Nintendo Power yes they both yeah Ryan and, and, and Damon mentioned Nintendo Power yes like the, the, the 30 days between my Nintendo Power seemed like an eternity. Like again, Nintendo Power, read it from cover to cover, and I'm like, okay, where's my next one? <laughs> I have to go to Walden Books and buy some bootleg uh, tips and tricks book. <laughs> Beg my friend, oh, can I get, can I get this book? I don't know. I need to learn how to beat the games. Which game I'd never own or play, but you know, hey, yeah, it's good to know these things. This was before the internet. Before Game Facts destroyed the strategy guide, and now YouTube has destroyed the Game Facts. <laughs> Or like, I don't even know what people do. I guess you probably just like nowadays if you need to figure out how to do something in the game. I'm sure there's YouTube videos for everything now. I think the the last time was a, uh, I think a few years ago I was trying to figure out something in Destiny. I was like, oh, go to YouTube, and then it's like there's a bunch of tag. Oh, you're looking for this thing? Click on this timestamp. Click on this timestamp. Click on this timestamp. I'm like, oh, cool! I found all the things, and all it took was this one YouTube video. Yeah, that's right, Margie. The internet has destroyed reading. That's why we're making sure we're buying a mountain of books for Tiger and not showing him that we're keeping him away from the internet as long as we can. I'm sure once he actually goes to school, that'll get shot. I'm sure Damon and Ryan and all the other parents can laugh at me and tell me how much of a fool I am. <laughs> Damon, yep, got stuck on Hollow Knight and went straight to YouTube. It's like for, for my phone games, I watch a bunch of YouTube videos for Marvel Strike Force and and, the, and Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. I'm like, oh wait, how do I finish this legendary mission? Oh, let me just go to YouTube here.
but I don't I don't do it from whenever when I play a console game. I'm like, oh, I have standards. <laughs> I have standards. I'll do it for my peasant mobile game, but I'm not going to do that for my console game. Oh, Ryan. Yeah, right, you, you had the same plan. It took him one day to get the handle on the iPad at age one and a half. Oh, Jesus. One and a half? One and a half. Oh, my God. He understood how to control an iPad, uh, his son. Yeah, he, when he touches my phone and mm -hmm. the tablet, he, he does the swipe. He knows how to swipe. But, yeah, but nothing's on screen, but he swipes. Yeah, Ty understands swiping. <laughs> oh, Damon says, my boy still loves reading. Good, good, yes. There's hope for us yet. Yeah, we'll, we'll get these, uh, Rosa signed up for this uh, book thing called the Literati, where we get a few books every month, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. I, 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 I told, I think I told you the story, like, my mom got me, like, I used to get a book every week in the mail, like, the weekly reader series. I used to get a book every Friday in the mail, and I was, I was so excited. I was like, ooh, another book. Oh, yes. Like, like, get me another Encyclopedia Brown book. I loved those books when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, I was a voracious reader as a child. Yeah, I loved them the Scholastic. Was it Scholastic books mm -hmm. would come with the book? Yeah. The book sales? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the book sales. So, with the, with the, with the, with the, yeah. So much. With the little bookshop we set up in the, uh, the library. Oh, the that was so good. Yeah. I, I, I'd buy like three or four books every time. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Oh, Damon says his son. He gets a little when he, he gets a little bit of screen time, but when he's bored, his nose is in a book. Oh, Thumbs up. Great job, Damon. Yeah. That's awesome. We we hope to get. Uh, it's great though. Like Ty does open up his, his he opens up his books on his own. He, mm -hmm. he he loves looking at them. Like we'll, he'll he'll be in his little play area, and then like uh, we'll, he'll so he'll 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 play and mess with us. But a lot of times he wants to do his own independent study. <laughs> And so he'll, he'll go to, like, we, we, we got him a bookshelf. Oh, Damon says, credit goes to mom. Oh, well, good on, on, good on your wife. Good. Thank you, Sarah. Good job. And Damon's like, I'm the video game influencer. Clearly. <laughs> I know, I, I can see, oh, I, I, you would think I'd have a plan by now how I'm going to introduce video games to my son, but I really don't. I have, I don't have a plan. I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, I, I, Jai always joked that he was going to make his son play through uh, everything the way he played. He was going to make him start with, with original Nintendo. Here's Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Good luck. <laughs> James says, does reading subtitles for anime count? Not the, not the worst thing. I love subtitles because... Uh, I'm like I'm like half deaf, so I'm 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 a big fan of subtitles. <laughs> even before actually, even before I was deaf, I, I always preferred watching my anime with subs, not dubs. <laughs> Ryan says I can't wait to play my son and crush him. <laughs> see, I don't know. <laughs> oh, see, James, my friend is introducing his son via SNES Classic. See, that's the thing. I that's why I, I like these old consoles. I I have an SNES Classic. I, I am debating on the any. I mean, I don't think I need an NES Classic as long as I maintain my my what do you call it? My Nintendo Online subscription. It's like here's my here's my quandary with my son in games. I don't want to force it on him. 
I only want him to play it if he wants to play it. I, I don't want this to be like, oh, your, your old man did this, so you have to do it too. That, 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 that was my dad with me in soccer. He wanted me to play soccer so bad. I'm like, like, I want to play basketball, Dad. And then you'll play basketball with me, but he, he really wanted me to play soccer. I'm like, I, I, I can't use my feet. I'll lose my hands. <laughs> and and I, I feel like I disappointed my pops in, in that regard because I just was never, ever interested in playing soccer. I could watch soccer all day. I, I always found it to be very fascinating to watch. But, uh... But uh, I, I can't, uh, I, I couldn't get into playing soccer. I was like, I couldn't wrap my head around. I can only use my feet, but we play, I, I like playing basketball, Dad. We use my hands. I have no coordination. I'm a terrible basketball player, but I still like the basketball. So yeah, I, I know the, the games are always going to be around him, but I, I don't want to make him. I'm like, oh, all right, kid, here you go. Here's Super Mario Brothers. Time to get to work. Let's do this. You, you know who I feel like would do that, Rosa? Mm. Pablo. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Here you go, kid. Here's some. Here's an old game. Get to work, kid. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if, if Uncle Pablo uh, hung out with Tiger, he'd be like, "All right, let's play some games, kid." <laughs> That's why I gave him all dictionaries. <laughs> so that when Tiger goes to their house, when Tiger goes to Uncle Pablo's house, read the dictionary. Read read the Charlie Brown dictionary. Mm -hmm. uh, your mom is laughing naturally. <laughs> Yeah, Damon says, we don't force, we introduce, and they either run with it or they don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Maybe my son is going to, like, in 10 years, play Fortnite 2, and I'll be like, no, don't play that game. <laughs> and then I have to hold myself, I have to hold my snobbery back. Like, I just know he's going to like the games that I don't like. And he's going to say, oh, but I don't want to try this Legend of Zelda, this two-dimensional Legend of Zelda game. I like 3D games, Dad. <gasps> Dad, this Ocarina of Time, this Ocarina of Time game is great. No. This Final Fantasy VII game is so cool. No. Why? I love Madden, Dad. Faint. <laughs> I think Grand Theft Auto is the greatest game ever. I have no son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, the, the James said. <laughs> Don't let him make microtransactions that add up more to the cost of the game. Oh, yeah, that, that's what they want. They want kids to just keep hitting by. <laughs> Damon, why does this retro game look like Minecraft? Oh. Oof. How hard nerd dad? You think, oh, nerd dad? Oh, it's gonna be easy. The kids gonna enjoy all this cool stuff. No, 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 no. You don't know. They're, they're their own little people. They're their own independent young, young people. And, and I'm very, I feel like I'm very cognizant of that. Like, oh, I can't make him be like this image. I can't create this image in my head and force it upon him. He, he, tiger is gonna be tiger. He's not gonna be. Mini-me. I mean, he looks like Mini-me. He eats like me. But I, I don't think he's going to be totally me. 
Pizza has money in him. He has mommy and has that Mommy doesn't care. And mommy doesn't care. Mommy has like no interest in video games. Like almost almost zero interest. <laughs> I dare say. Electronics in general. Yeah, you're, you're Unless not, kitchen electronics. Unless it's a kitchen electronic or the f- the food processor I sent you to buy you. <laughs> the, the, the immersion blender you, you got recently, like you know, the, the, the waffle maker we just got. The kitchen electronics you're about. Mm-hmm. But uh, if it's not a streaming device showing you a funny show, then you're not you're not interested. So Ty has that happen, you know. <laughs> and Daddy loves video games, so mom was like my brothers ignore me because of video games. I hate them. <laughs> so Air fryer? Oh, bro, we got the ninja. Yeah, <laughs> My wife got me the ninja foodie for Father's Day last year, and that thing is awesome. <laughs> it's a hassle to set up, but man, once we get it up and running, oof. Oof, watch out, don't look the, the, the steak and I still dream of the steak and mashed potatoes. I've never made that one time. I still dream of it. I still taste it. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the mashed potatoes with the, with the drips with the steak, juice, juice and then. Yeah. And cheese and the heavy cream. Okay, I don't want to eat that much. I'm so hungry. We had dinner and I'm still so hungry. I know, was that four hours ago? I don't think it was. No, 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 like two hours ago. It's 9 44. Oh my god, we went long in this Once Once I get into the video game talk, I'm just long winded. <laughs> I'm surprised we went so long, I'm surprised Daniel Daniel Wong didn't join us and say, Oh, I still got any time. <laughs> yeah, the ninja foodie, awesome. It's in our pantry, that's the only yeah, we need counter space to make Thai's lunch for daycare every day. So we can't I can't just keep the ninja out there, so we put away. But that, that's half the battle is because I'm reducing the ninja. Once we have our own, once we have a proper home, well, <laughs> Damon has a new uh, new podcast edition, Dre's Steak Philosophy. <laughs> uh, you, you, once you air fry or air air you, you use that, that little pressure cook yourself a steak. Oof. Mm-hmm. I pressure cook to, I pressure cooked pork for tamales, yo. Tamales. <laughs> oh, Damon says maybe Daniel's finally watching WandaVision. That 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 would be a very good reason for him to not be on. <laughs> he finally, now that all nine episodes are out, he's finally gonna watch it. That way, he doesn't feel lost when we talk about it here on the show. <laughs> he's gonna finally catch him on WandaVision. We're gonna be talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. <sighs> it never ends. The struggle. But you know what ends? The, the show has to end at some point. So remember, you can always catch us. You, you catch those previews of, of our show. I know, I know Damon's been watching them. He, he's, he's been liking them on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, catch Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We have our little like what, whatever is on my mind. Uh, or help Dre makes himself a mental note to talk about on the podcast next week. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Because stuff well, that's always been the. I used to always complain about this to, to Pete. I'm like, we, we do a show Monday night, and then Tuesday morning something happens in the nerd world. And we're like, oh my god, we have to wait a whole week before we can talk about it. And it's like, oh, well, we had the Wednesday show that kind of covered us. But then some, we had the Wednesday show, and then something would happen on Thursday. <laughs> so now it's like, all right. Uh, I've been, I've been, now that my office looks uh, somewhat presentable, uh, I've been doing those videos from, from, from the office. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, catch those. Those are all, those will always be on 
on YouTube. Well, actually, I have, I didn't put today's video on YouTube. It, bad, <laughs> bad host. <laughs> I still gotta put that one up on YouTube, but it's on Instagram. It's on Facebook. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, so make sure you follow us at DreGV Podcast on Instagram. If you're watching this later on some other device or some other means, catch us on Facebook at DreGV Podcast, Twitter at G and DreGV Podcast, YouTube Dre's Geek Philosophy. Ah, Damon, yes. Oh, so Damon has noticed that there's stuff on the TV in the background. Bro, you need to move out of the way so I can see what's playing on the TV. Hmm, there might be an announcement soon regarding that. Hmm, I'm glad you're paying attention, Damon. That's part of the game. <laughs> the game within a game. The game within a game. If you want. Make sure, yeah. If you watch all those videos, it it may be important. I haven't decided when this month I will announce the game within the game. But you could win a game if you know what I mean. If you win the game, you can win a game. <laughs> I don't move enough. Yeah, it's on purpose. It's supposed to be difficult. <laughs> It's supposed to be difficult. I am, I am, I am, del <laughs> I am deliberately picking my movements. <laughs> like today's video, I was like, oh man, how do I give away? How do I give enough clues about this game without completely showing the title of the game? <laughs> but that's the challenge. That that that's the challenge. There, there's gonna be a challenge coming up. Maybe after maybe maybe after this week's set of episodes, I will make the announcement of how the game is played. We're gonna we're gonna have a giveaway. First giveaway. But yeah, looking for Easter eggs. That's right, Margie. You gotta look for the Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. If there's clues, remember the clues. Well that you don't know Jack? <laughs> Make sure you catch them. So by by any means one, you know, we rewatch it on Instagram, rewatch it on, on YouTube, rewatch it on Facebook. See if you can figure out what those games are. It might be important. <laughs> Maybe I'll give some clues. Help narrow down what games they are. We'll get. We'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge next week. <laughs> all right, make sure you follow us and all that. And then, if you want to become a patron, 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 patreon.com, Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast to help fund this nonsense, this magicalness. All right. Thank you for watching. We'll catch you guys next week for the full episode. And we'll catch you during the week for those little videos. Pay attention. See you. Remember the clues. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> I knew someone was eventually going to be like, hey, yeah, like. Yeah. Like, Dave was like, you need to move so I can see what the games are in the background. I'm like, ah. Yeah. You're like, somebody's going to say. Oh, this is still recording over here. Yeah, paying attention. If anyone gets this here, if anyone gets this far in the audio podcast, and I don't know if anyone actually does, games in the background, they're all GameCube games. They're all games from the Nintendo GameCube to help narrow it down. This will be important if you want to win a video game. All the games in the background, this is the first clue, they're all from the Nintendo GameCube this month. Good luck.